0: Welcome to The Mountain Gardener with your host, Ken Lane. Gardening can be challenging, but with Ken's tips, tricks, and local advice, you'll reap huge rewards. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane.
1: And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, talking every week about the landscapes of northern Arizona and finally, spring is here all the trees are blooming everything just said this is it you're no holding us back now so spring is probably two weeks delayed from our normal from last year and so that's the way spring works in the mountains of Arizona get a few storms and it just delays things gets warm for a few days it speeds things up and so but this point there's no stopping it it's going to keep on blooming what you're seeing right now uh this this week I noticed uh, Aspens, they all started to leaf out. It's just like one day they're sticks, the next day they're starting to form leaves. The aspens we have here in the tree racks—they're the exact same way: multi-stemmed, white-trunked, tall, cylinder, kind of vase-shaped kind of trees. Those are aspens. They grow wild throughout northern Arizona. A lot of folks, like Prescott Valley, uh, the Verde uh, Valley, or Clarkdale, they kind of go, "Well, it's—they're not. This is not our natural territory. They won't grow here." Well, if you put them on drip irrigation, they will grow there. And so you're seeing poplars, Populus tremuloides, that's trembling leaf poplar. Others are cottonwoods. Uh, There's quite a few different types of poplars, Lombardi poplars. These are all cousins of each other and aspens will actually grow at the lower elevations. Say Dewey, Humboldt, Prusca Valley, Chino Valley. They're fine. There's beautiful specimens there. They just won't naturalize as easily as they would up in Groom Creek the highland pines williams those areas so you might have to put them on irrigation and they will thrive for you actually you'll be surprised in in a more uh, clay type of garden soil which that valley area is so famous for that caliche layer for all the 69 corridor all the way out it's just rock hard clay well you don't have to water plants very much in that kind of soil and aspens thrive in that as long as you don't overdo it on the water. Water them uh, a couple times a week in the heat of summer with some wind and they're perfectly fine. They just thrive out there. So they do, they do really, really well. There's a white tree in full bloom right now. That's gonna be a, an ornamental pear. Bradford pear is kind of the starting point for that. It's a big globe looking thing, but they've also got aristocrat pear. A capital pair, they're all cousins of each other, and the difference is, they'll be a little bit different width. They all grow up to about ah, 25, 30 feet tall. The Bradford pair will be probably the widest, probably 20 feet wide, and then capital will be about 15, and then uh, aristocrat will be about 12. They just vary. They're all good shade trees, nice glossy leaf in spring, but bright, bright, bridal white flowers in, in spring and another interesting fact about uh, ornamental pears they're the last tree to turn red in the fall of the year so they're just kind of they've got a lot going on from great tree great uh, it's got a real waxy leaf which makes them very drought hardy there's another tree with pink flowers right now kind of shorter uh, probably 15 feet to 28 high teens maybe 20 feet tall it's a purple leaf plum uh, that again, it's an ornamental usually. Sometimes it'll form a little fruit, like a cherry kind of fruit. It depends on the spring, uh, but sometimes it'll, it'll, it won't have it. Sometimes it will, but it always has pink flowers. They bloom about the same time. They're companion plants to each other. Ornamental uh, pears and ornamental purple-leaf plums are growths. take full sun. They take that, that wind that we have. They're just really robust animals. They don't seem to eat, you know, your deer, javelina, don't, don't bother or eat, uh, like purple leaf plums. They seem to leave pears alone pretty well too. But they're great plants for here. If you like purple trees, so purple leaf plum is purple, it, it'll bloom pink, and then it will start forming flower, or leaves after the flowers, and they're purple. And they stay purple right through summer, right through fall, that's autumn colors, purple. And so there's a place for that. It looks really good, striking from a designer. The way I design with those is you, you put them on either side of a driveway or down a driveway or or you put them in between those blues that Arizona is famous for, the, the oak trees or the, the junipers. They look really good, great contrast between those two. And you have a lot of seasonality. Spring blooms, lots of purple color. Uh, till through like October, then it's dormant or deciduous is how they call that. So lot's going on. A lot is is happening right now. At the garden center, some really unusual things. So in the spring of the year, you'll find some of the, the new introductions, brand new plants, some weeping cherries, weeping forms. So this is a double grafted ornamental cherry tree so it's made to be pretty doesn't really form cherries but it has the same cherry blossom to it and so it grows up to about uh, usually we'll have a graft at the bottom which get a hardy root stock of another graft at the top that makes it weepy the tendrils the the branching uh, weeps or or flows right down to the ground and when they are in bloom the wind catches them at this beautiful delicate pink flower and the branches just kind of wave in the wind. They're very pretty plants. Uh, gardeners kind of use them as an art piece out in the landscape, put them in the middle of that driveway or in containers. They grew quite well in containers uh, for for many, many years. And so you'll see those only in the spring of the year. Uh, it's a very limited crop because not everyone likes weeping stuff. Some people only want, I only want evergreens. sorry. Only want things with white bark want aspens and birch, and that's it or just they have their own own way of designing some people really really like those weeping forms there's several like that we've had weeping pussy willows I've got a a, a corkscrew kind of locusts all kinds of fun different things and this is when you see it come in also uh, you'll find that this weather will unleash the gardener within you all not just for you Everyone, I'm talking the entire town will be hitting your guard, your local garden center all at once. So you'll see lots of traffic. Be, be, don't wait on certain things, especially the unusual things like a weeping form of things or a new type of peony or a new, uh, uh, literally the valley, something that's unusual. You want to grab it right then because it literally won't be there at the end of the day. I mean, literally that happens more more times i probably had a nickel for every time that happens i want to go to lunch i'll come back and get this when i come and i'm going back out of town they're all gone Um, and there's no more coming that is it so you're really unusual colors new introductions or weeping forms serpentined pom pomed these unusual plants they're rare and there's no more behind them that's this is one shot once and done and so you kind of, if you know that, just grab it, say, I'm going to pay for this. Can you hold it? I'll be back to get it on my way out of town. But at least it's yours with your name on it. I mean, red tip fotenia, they're a dime a dozen. I'm going to have thousands of them. Those are easy to replenish. But your unusual plants, uh, you, you only see them first to spring kind of plants. Those are things you don't want to wait on. Just grab them right then. I would say fruit trees. There's a very limited supply. There's a shortage of edible plants. This whole uh, COVID food insecurity thing, it's still going, it's still going strong. And so we've already blown through our spring crop of let's say cherries. Now we're dipping into our summer crops. We're going into the next crop rotation and eventually you'll start harvesting those and you'll get ahead of them and you're you're just, that's it, you're just out. And so you, you wanna grab those things right away. Berries, uh, blackberries, raspberries, boysenberries, uh, grapes, uh, they're starting to come in. I tell you one that we just got in this week that will blow out by Sunday, they're gonna be all gone. We got some milkweed, beautiful, in bloom, some two gallons, some, some girth, they got some size to them, they're in bloom. And if you're into butterflies, this is what attracts butterflies, the caterpillars. They love the flowers, It's got a pretty seed pod, uh, those are things that you'll, you'll see. Uh, we'll harvest some more and they'll be coming in. But that that particular crop, if you come and then come back in a few hours, it just won't be there anymore. So this is spring. It's here. It's exciting. It's what the gardeners of us, have. we've been waiting for. It's finally here. Hopefully there's no more of this cold snow stuff. Got a lot in store for you. Lisa Waterslane is coming in with your garden questions right after this.
0: You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with Ken Lane, owner of Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Join him every week for timely garden advice right for the gardens. Visit Ken where he can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.
1: Waters Garden companion plants for March are Oklahoma redbud, mountain heaths, rosemary creeper, Prescott pansies, and fanciful forsythia. Fanciful Forsythia
0: is a gorgeous spring shrub that explodes with masses of solar yellow flowers, followed by shiny green leaves.
1: Every home should have one for sheer beauty, fall color, and gentle natural care.
0: Shop the brightest spring bloomers in-store or online at watersgardencenter.com in Prescott. Oh no,
1: my pine trees look terrible. Never fear, Plant Protector is here. Plant Protector? From Waters Garden Center? My Super Strength Protector destroys pine scale, bark beetle, and aphids. Just water into the soil and your trees are protected from the inside out for the year. Thank you, Plant Protector. You can always find Plant Protector at Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. You've been listening to
0: Ken Lane, the Mountain Gardener. Green thumbs learned while working in the Family Garden Center. Now welcome back to the Mountain Gardener.
1: All right, we are back with Lisa Waters in the studio. She comes each week and just shares your garden questions. Uh, but before that, yes. we thought we would give you a lake report. What uh, do you think? Yeah. So we were on Lake Powell up in uh, Page, Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, this last week. We got back a few days ago, and uh, the water. We love going up there off season because so. We, you can get in a little, little uh, runabout. You can run up lake at 50 miles an hour and not even stop. Just kind of cruise up. You're up halfway up the lake in 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in the season, you're half throttle. It's beating you <laughs> up. There's this cruise ship, these big cruisers going by. It's just a killer. People with big boats. It's, 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 the, it ski boats. it's yeah. the ski boats. It's the ski boats. Yeah. Big mambas and, and uh great big great big wake on them. Mm-hmm. So and we're just pleasure crafting going. Dip, 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 dip. I wonder where we can have lunch <laughs> today. But it was nice, weather was yeah. nice, water was cold, but the weather oh, was yeah. nice. It was not
0: swimming weather, but no. it, was, it was nice. A little windy, a couple of days.
1: The uh the lake is a little low, of course. It's always low this a time l- of year. A little
0: <laughs> low.
1: Yeah. So, it was a
0: lot low.
1: Yeah. Okay. A lot low. So maybe as low as we've seen it. We, there's a, uh, we're at Walweep Marina. And so there's a cut, a shortcut. You can go around uh, um, uh, Antelope Canyon, Antelope Marina and go back around this way. And it's like longer uh, or there's a shortcut. Well, we would have to go look at the shortcut and it's like, 20 feet yeah. above. It's, not a shortcut. <laughs> it's twenty the water's twenty feet below the if you wanted to get out and
0: walk yeah. over, maybe hike over you could, but anyway. yeah, yeah, you're not taking a boat back
1: there. It was uh, very nice to get away on a it was a nice. Boat with you, my dear. The dogs
0: the dogs kind of enjoy it, we enjoy it. And this time of year it's just it's just quiet. It's beautiful. We
1: hiked uh, Toadstool National mm-hmm. Monument. Is that southern that's South Utah, maybe it's 30 minutes outside of Page, mm-hmm. past in, into Utah. And they just have these monuments. This uh, basically a spire with a rock on top of it. It's a natural phenomena. It's kind of weird. Hodos. Hodos. They're really neat. They're worthwhile. Easy. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a mile in, mile out. Oh, super easy um, hike. Um, yeah, easy but hike.
0: Very, very pretty.
1: Lots of people were there. There was a lot of people. Oh my there. gosh. Had to keep your dogs on the leash all the time. So
0: <laughs> go no gun it. Unless you do what we did, which just is
1: go the roundabout way. Go
0: the- <laughs> <laughs> Past, path less taken. Yeah, is we like it, that.
1: So, yeah. Anyway, we're into garden questions. We are. Inspire us. Give us something.
0: It wasn't much of a segue, but yes, we yeah. are. <laughs> so Roxanne is in Presque Valley. She's looking for a good uh, ground cover to put in between flagstones that will take full, hot, hot sun.
1: Sure. So... You got to look at how much traffic it's going to have. So if it's mm-hmm. al- always used, and your dogs on it, and that kind of stuff, um, I would go with creeping thyme. Mm-hmm. That's an herb. It's mostly evergreen, and it's famous for woolly thyme specifically. Yeah. In between the the cracks, and it just looks really good. You can put them in between pavers, mm-hmm. in between your your retaining block, and it just looks good. And then if you you can go with all the sedum families. If, if there's, they won't take as much traffic. Uh, wear and tear. Right. They look really good, mm-hmm. and they just take the heat like like nothing else. Right. Those are two I can think of. Can you think mm-hmm. of any others? Creeping blocks could be Amazing. yeah. Creeping blocks, kind of like creeping time. Yeah, sure, absolutely. That's all I got. That's all. Sorry, Roxanne. <laughs> Wish we had more, but uh, come and see us. We'll give time you a grand is tour. Probably your
0: best, best the most famous. especially for a hot spot. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Gil has a Chinese pistache tree that last year did not turn color. It just went yeah. brown and yeah. was ugly. Well, you don't buy a pint Chinese pistache for that. So he came down and talked to us. They said, soil sulfur. Right. And now he's like, okay, I got it. When do I apply <laughs> now, it to help with that color?
1: So this is probably any fall color. I would say anything, a spring blooming. Mm-hmm. I would say anything. This is what you do. Uh, Right now, we we recommend fertilizing three times a year for fall colored stuff. Easter, 4th of July, and then Halloween would be a very important time to to fertilize, especially for spring blooming things. Lilacs, forsythia, all your crab apples, Mm -hmm. all the spring blooming trees, they'll benefit from that. Specifically in the spring, add to that pistache or anything that was off color, add soil sulfur at the same time. So put at Easter right now. Uh, the 744 all-purpose food and the soil sulfur. We put some sulfur in our fertilizer mm-hmm. that we, we make ourselves because we know we're trying to counteract that um, alkalinity. But to add to it because you know you've had trouble is a real help. Right. In the summer, right before the, the monsoons hit, uh, usually into June, July, do it again. Well, all-purpose food, but then don't put sulfur on then. Put humic h-u-m-i-c humic is humic acid that'll also lower the ph encourage more roots Mm -hmm. and bring out that color that you're going to see you know two months later for the fall of the year and then hit it again in the fall with just plain 744 that's that that all-purpose plant food Mm -hmm. and you will have a magical autumn colored tree like you have never seen maples that aren't aren't turning color uh, sycamores Rewood Ash, all those guys. If you need more color out of them, that's a program. And if you didn't catch all that, uh, come talk to us. We've got a handout. We'll show you, show you how to. How so to do I that.
0: had a, a a gal I was just talking to and her deodor Cedars were kind of off color yeah. and she said, Well, my my maintenance landscaper guy told me to put mere acid on it. Yeah. What's your thought on that, Ken? I
1: would say get a different <laughs> gardener. He's an idiot. So don't listen to him. <laughs> It's a little hard uh, well okay next if you can get a job doing anything else uh, it's not mean do don't do that you can hurt your plants soil sulfur is makes the water more acidic and it's more consistent muriatic acid is just a one-shot wonder you can burn the, the roots off to a crisp
0: Mere acid uh, acid
1: whatever just use just, <laughs> just what I just said do that okay don't listen to anything else there's so many <laughs> wives tales That's where Google is not your friend. They will dumbfound you with with advice Mm -hmm. that's just totally wrong for the mountains of Arizona. Well,
0: don't worry. I got her all straightened out.
1: Good. Yes. So
0: you can climb down off your soapbox. I knew I shouldn't have brought it up, but I thought. You're so good. I thought I'd
1: try and see what happened. And you don't get me going on Miracle Grow either. (laughs) Any of that stuff. All
0: right. Well, Janice last year, she has an ornamental plum last year. It suffered greatly from shot hole, which is a fungal disease. She wants to know when she should start treating it and with what
1: she should treat it. I would say, um, so any pitted fruit, purple leaf plums, peaches, apricots, nectarines, cherries, they can get what's called shot hole. It looks like you took a shotgun and you blasted it through the canopy of the leaves. You'll see little holes through the leaves. Um, doesn't kill the tree just makes it look really ugly. And it's a disease, like you said. It's a bacteria. It's a fungus. It's a, it's it's like athlete's foot of the foliage. That's what that is. It's eating the eating the foliage. So if you can spray, just as the leaves are coming out, they're blooming this week, they'll leaf next week. If you can spray them with Revitalize, mm-hmm. that's the product. We've got it on the shelf here. It's a concentrate. You spray it when that leaf just starts coming out. And that's when most of the damage, it enters the leaf nodes right then, and then mm-hmm. it, just, it just grows. Uh, also, clean up yeah. any leftover foliage at the base of that. Just get Rake all that up and get it off your property, because that's where it comes back. The birds will peck around, and then it jumps back on the new foliage, and it just spreads. Um, probably, if you could follow up again, about when the monsoons hit, because that's when you'll see it, that, that humidity mm-hmm. with some rain makes it grow really fast and so that's probably hit it again but revitalize and do it like come get it now and i would just say if you see a leaf just spray it just go now
0: and that would hold true for fotinias yeah. uh, a lot of that black spot start yeah. showing up roses yeah. pretty soon will start having powdery mildew and more black spot yeah. And yeah now's a good time to to use and it's a nice organic spray
1: yeah i forgot to mention that it's great it's an organic Disease control. There's very few out there like that, and it's quite effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you really, with, with diseases, you really need to get get ahead of it. You want to get it on before, very early in the disease form. Mm-hmm. You know, once leprosy gets in and <laughs> if, you're, if your, your arm is, is rotting <laughs> off, it's hard to dip it in some and make it all come back like crazy. You want to catch it early, right. not wait till it's too yeah. late. Yeah, so be out there, <laughs> be proactive out in the garden. Yes, Definitely. I totally agree.
0: Okay. I think we're out of time.
1: Oh, we are. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. Just went like that. It's just a pleasure hanging out with you, my dear. Wow. Okay, Ken and Lisa Lane and the Mountain Gardeners will be right back.
0: You're listening to Ken Lane, a.k.a. the Mountain Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Garden Center. Listen each week as he answers timely garden questions unique to mountain gardens.
1: Waters Garden Companion Plants of March are Prescott Pansies, Mountain Heath, Rosemary Creeper, fanciful Scythia, and Oklahoma Redbud.
0: Oklahoma Redbud grows to just 16 feet tall. This local native is super easy to grow.
1: Vibrant red flowers cloak the branches of early spring.
0: Luscious heart-shaped leaves emerge with a soft pink tinge that matures to a vibrant
1: green. Shop the brightest blooming trees in store or online at watersgardencenter.com in Prescott. Waters Garden Companion Plants for March are Oklahoma Redbud, Mountain Heath, Prescott Pansies, Fanciful Forsythia, and Rosemary Creeper.
0: Rosemary Creeper is a local favorite for rock gardens, ground cover, or spilling over retaining walls. But not all local rosemary is created equal.
1: This one lives where others die.
0: Knowing you can also use it in the kitchen is sheer
1: bliss. Shop the freshest organic herbs in-store or online at watersgardencenter.com in Prescott. You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert
0: Ken Lang. Join the conversation every week as he answers timely garden questions. Email Ken a question directly from your phone to his desktop through the web at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two Ts, gardencenter.com. Now welcome back your host, Ken Lane.
1: It's always good to have Lisa in the studio sharing the airwaves. Uh, I've been married for 33 years, and we still like going to work together, still like living with each other. I don't know. I just It's a great thing. Family business is a great thing. If, if done well, and you respect you respect each other, it's just fun. And so what, what you're finding right now, here's what's going on. And so you heard of a ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal that backed up uh, for weeks uh, shipping. So what that is doing, we're finding already, it is affecting pottery orders. So lots of pots are created in Asia, uh, India, Vietnam, uh, China. You're seeing a lot of this heavy, thick, glazed pottery. Uh, they're, they're, you got to buy them in full containers. So 40 foot, it's like semi-load. You got to buy a semi-load packed just to the gills to make the shipping affordable. And so it's still expensive to get a you know, it's how many tons of pots. Well, they're using Suez Canal to get to the East Coast. They're coming around the Pacific for the West Coast. and It's created some backlogs on things. And so we're seeing that we're already probably a month, maybe a month and a half. We really don't know how delayed some of those, those orders are going to be. So if you're thinking about containered, container gardens, especially larger pots by the front door, larger pots by the garage, you're, you're, gonna, you're renting and you want to guard it in the back patio deck in, in big pots. You can take them with you. If you think of containers, especially matching pairs, uh, urgency. Grab them now because we've got our 2021 pots. They came in a couple months ago. I'm not going to get more until summer sometime. I'm not sure when. So can we get more of these? No, there's no they're in, there's no more. Uh, especially matching. I have lots of pots, but if you want matching pairs, those are actually harder because you're, you're buying them in twos and fours and sixes. And when they start to get bought down or, or, or sold, you run out. And it's not like you just hit a button and, and more manufactured. You have to pre-plan this stuff way out in advance. We're seeing the same thing with uh, plants. So what's happening is there's a, so across the country, we share our numbers. There's, there's about 140 garden centers. We're all independent and we're, we're lonely. And we don't have, we're not franchised. We don't have big systems to help us, but, but farming, plants and co-ops kind of go together. So we've co-opt and now we share our financials every week. We know what sales are going on in Canada, in Florida and the West Coast, East Coast, everywhere in between, Mountain West and so we, we share those numbers. What we're finding is numbers are off the charts. We had a record year last year and now across the country as far as independent garden centers, not, not, not box stores, not re-wholesale grower stuff. These, these are retail garden centers and you know who they are in your town. So they're up 52% for the year. They're up like 1,300% on the Eastern seaboard, Florida, mainly because they were shut down this time last year. So they're comparing their numbers now with, with zero or virtually you know, curbside delivery and that's it. So they're off the charts. What's happening is our plants, we had forecasted for spring, some of those crops have already been sold and now we're dipping into the next, into the summer crops. We're trying to, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? And, and I think what you're gonna find, I don't know quite yet, but I think what you're going to find is there's going to be inflation going to hit your your plants. And it's not going to be the higher cost. What's going to happen is you're going to harvest those crops sooner. And so it'll be the same price for a little bit smaller plant. It'll be the size of the thing because we haven't had the farm to, to fill it out more. And so if you're not to put pressure on you, just What you may see at your garden center, I predict you will see at your garden centers, whether you're from Flagstaff up at Warner's or Payson Plant Fair or Waters Garden Center here in Prescott, wherever, you're going to see this across the country where we're dipping into those. The the volume is so great. The demand is so high for trees, shrubs, anything edible, tomatoes. We've got huge cachet pot tomatoes we planted up last fall, Been flushing them out. If some of them, we've got peppers with full-on sweet peppers. It's really exciting. We're selling those out like right now, and then we're dipping into already the crop that should have had an extra 6, 8, 10 weeks to flush out. We're just going, well, it's better to have a smaller plant than no plant at all. And so we're bringing those, those things in. So certain crops have already started that way. We've, we're forecasting now going, oh, my gosh, we need to plant more. We're plugging more now. But I think you'll see that play out. It'll be inflation not in a higher price, it'll be inflation in a smaller plant for the same price, it equates to the same. Put it in the ground, it'll, it'll grow up quick, it'll catch up, but just let my friends know what's happening in the marketplace globally and in the nation. Be right back.
0: The Mountain Gardener, your source for timely garden advice right for higher elevations. Guaranteed to make a difference
1: in your yard this season. Gardening and you don't know where to start?
0: Waters' in-home garden service comes to you and identifies what you have and how to make it better.
1: Design advice, water strategies, vegetable and flower gardens, soil and food needs, and problem solving. Always problem solving.
0: You'll instantly be a better gardener.
1: All for just $200 of expert time with a coupon to fill your garden dreams without ever leaving home.
0: In-home garden consultations from Waters Garden Center.
1: We can be at your home this week.
0: Waters Garden Companion Plants of March are Oklahoma Redbud, Mountain Heath, Rosemary Creeper, Fanciful Forsythia, and Prescott Pansy.
1: Prescott Pansies' giant three-inch flowers thrive in extreme March gardens.
0: Large velvety blooms dazzle with radiant colors of blue, violet, yellow, and variations of stripes that look like smiling faces and love being planted in
1: March. Shop the brightest spring flowers in-store or online at watersgardencenter.com. In Prescott.
0: You're listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert Ken Lane. Mountain gardening is very rewarding with a few Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts sure to turn your thumbs even greener. Now welcome back to the Mountain Gardener.
1: Now, all right, we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week, and, and we just give this whole segment to her. Cause otherwise you just got to listen to you. Me. <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of gives some. she's very interesting. You add some interest to, to the show. So um, plus I like hanging out in studios with microphones stuck to your face. And now we're doing vlogs. So video l- b- blog.
0: That's what they're called.
1: Vlog. Yeah. A vlog. Video vlog, Yeah. It's a blog, but by video form, this is it. And so you can get that on our website, on cool. Twitter, Instagram, uh, who knew? Facebook, yeah.
0: I am not a social media.
1: <laughs> You're maven.
0: <laughs> I'm a luddite. Is what you, I,
1: uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard that term a few times this week. You have. I'm not going to own a cell phone.
0: Well, I'm not go that going far. to. <laughs> I will have a cell phone. I just don't do a lot of social media stuff.
1: That's because you got me, honey. That's true. So uh, this this week, rain, rain, rain. <laughs> All the rain, boy! The wildflowers are going to be crazy. Oh, oh, boy, those nice. folks that fertilized um, Ooh, they're lucky—they took advantage of the rain, and you didn't see it coming. It just kind of magically happened. It's that Thursday, Friday, and just like uh, it's the best thing you can have happened for your gardens.
0: Woke up at about three a.m. because I had the window open because it was so nice. Out. I loved it. Finally, and I'm like, "What's that sound?" <laughs> 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 at first, I thought it was the javelinas rummaging
1: through <laughs> rummaging your gardens. Through.
0: I'm like. <laughs> Oh, not the habanera! <laughs> but then I was like, "But no, wait, wait—that's rain,
1: rain, rain, go yeah, away! Round. Come again, oh, rain, rain, come again, go away,
0: come again another day." Yeah. Right? So, yes,
1: garden inspiration. How are you gonna inspire all the?
0: Oh my goodness, the listeners. Do you even I love this time of year. I do too. I love. I love going through the neighborhoods and seeing all the spring blooming trees and the forsythias and not too far behind are going to be the lilacs are oh, going to be they're so heavily
1: budded at the garden center. I mean, another few days like this, mm-hmm. they're just going to explode going into be fragrance. Beautiful.
0: I went by my parents' house and this wonderful little patch of daffodils out front. I was like, oh, I love spraying. Yeah. It's great. It just, just that renewal. Uh, it's, it's just a reminder that life is not always gray. Life is not always dark and boring it's there's a renewal there's a reawakening and-
1: it seems like you have a happy heart yes yeah. well good i think it's not just the flowers i think it's just time on the lake with your <laughs> favorite guy yeah, um, that but
0: could be that's, that's
1: that works in my head i'm not sure <laughs> it works so much for you well i'll tell you what it's nice to
0: come back to the garden center and just seeing all the new pretty stuff that we've yeah, got true. In. so i thought i would just kind of Hit on the few really like cool things, new things, yeah. pretty things, things that are blooming. Things you'll see at the in. garden
1: center right, right now. now. Yeah, They've unloaded like five semis. It's like crazy. The place is overflowing. (laughs) Lots of choices, which is kind of exciting. It's kind of like Christmas. It
0: is. I'll kind of start with some of the new perennials that came in that are in bloom that are spectacular. And salvia. So salvia greggii is probably one of my favorite uh, woody perennials. It just does so well here. Animal resistant. Doesn't suck up a lot of water. Blooms literally all season long. And... Hummingbirds love it. So what's not to like about salvia? Greggy? So we got some white salvia. That's unusual. Uh, which is really pretty. And I love it when you mix it like with the red salvias yeah. or um, the purple, the purple ignition salvia, that real dark purple one. It's just the white. People don't really think of white, but it helps offset your other colors. So your other colors seem brighter and more dynamic. So
1: Contrast. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, a lot of the salvias came in. So, the white ones, we've got some purples, we've got blue note, uh, hot lips, radio red, um, all those. You have stuff. a
1: blue salvia?
0: Yeah, it's called blue note salvia. Oh, no, that didn't,
1: I don't know that I know that one. That's new, isn't it? That's like,
0: no, we've had it.
1: Oh, I live you in a need to get out more. <laughs> I live in a studio, I don't get out much.
0: <laughs> but it, it is very pretty. I mean, it's not blue, like, uh, whatever. She should come in and see it, what it is. It's very pretty. So those are all in. Wonderful plants that do really well. We also got a lot of the meadow sages. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah.
0: Um, another tough one, just bloom, bloom, blooms. Comes in pinks and purples. I believe there's some whites of those as well. Just another really great plant to put in those perennial beds, raised beds, pots even. Uh, super plant for Top that. Top
1: of a hill. Mm-hmm. and they'll just reseed and spill over down that hill and just yeah. it's a wildflower mm-hmm. meadow sage it just grows wild it's great yeah.
0: very nice uh we got a i think it's the first time i've seen that we've had blanket flower in before yeah. galardia that's a common one this one was called barbican red oh uh and it is it's very red very really? pretty yeah is that really a
1: double flower or single flower it's a
0: single flower okay uh, but just very striking in its color. Would be a nice one to throw into that. And there again, reseeds itself.
1: So. Animals don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Bulletproof butterflies, love it. Yes. It gets up about, what, 18 inches? It's
0: yeah, a it's a smaller inch. one, I think. So I want to say foot. A foot, yeah. good. Yeah.
1: I'm so glad th- you affirmed what I said.
0: <laughs> said a foot 18 inches. <laughs> I said it's more like a foot. Oh, we got in some Arizona, uh, not Arizona. Well, I'll call them Arizona poppies, but they're California poppies, um, which are sometimes really hard to find. They really are. Uh, but great. These are beautiful. Lots of color, lots of blooms. If you're trying to get those started in your yard and you've tried seed, um,
1: put some plants, the plants in.
0: Yeah, definitely. They, we
1: had a staff meeting on Thursday, a training session. So mm-hmm. We're trying to get all of our staff just, Learn something new. So when you come here, you will leave, but with way more plant knowledge than you ever Mm -hmm. dreamed you could have. Because we have, you know, every other week training. Mm -hmm. And the poppies were in full bloom. They're about, I don't know, three, four inches across. And it's about sunlight. Yeah. So sundown. And the poppies, you could almost watch them curl up and go to sleep. Yeah. And uh, they weren't open anymore. They were just going, okay, it's time to go to bed. They put themselves to bed. They're just yeah. so cute.
0: <laughs> they are. And we have them. So you should come check those out. Uh, we also have a lot of new annual flowers. in. so annuals are the ones you get one season, annual, one season well, out of them. They can
1: recede sometimes and come back. But okay. yeah, they're not perennials come back from the root. Yeah. If
0: I said the sky was orange, mm-hmm. or if I said the sky was blue,
1: they know it was orange. We have oh. this
0: argument all the time.
1: <clears throat> you done now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> Sip on my soda.
0: <laughs> you should do that. So a lot of annual flowers in. And one that will reseed itself is snapdragons. Yeah. Great time to put snapdragons in. Uh, just another great bloomer, animal resistant. Yep. Um, I love my snapdragons. And I have to get new ones because I ripped out my old ones from last year.
1: They <laughs> were kind of getting overgrown and leggy the anyway. Kinda, they needed to be yeah. kind of replaced. so. Right. And plus there's new colors. Why oh, not yeah. put some new, different colors in?
0: I own a garden center. I you own a garden it. center.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take another $7.99 plant home.
0: <laughs> so it's new snapdragons are in. Geraniums are in. Um, and some people are been asking, you know, is it too early for those? Yeah. Well, your geraniums, they yeah. can take a little bit of chill and be okay. Now, if we got a foot of snow, I might maybe
1: put a box, them. cover them for the yeah. sheet or something. They'll be fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: Ooh, you know what else we got in? Ooh, no. I just, because I've happened to see when we walked by because I love um, Swiss chard. Not so much to eat, but I we put it in salads and shakes, but I love the colors of Swiss chard, especially when you mix it. So, like mix it with your snapdragons, your other annuals. It's just so pretty mixed in with things.
1: It's just- a great and bird bird lovers. They're gonna they're gonna oh, love yeah. that. Your um, birds
0: are looking for food.
1: Really. Yeah, it's just a pretty good hearty early spring plant. It mm-hmm. just loves no matter what happens with the weather. It's gonna love it.
0: Right. Uh, we also got in some calabacoas, or sometimes people know them as million-bell petunias. Another really tough one that can take some of that chill and still be okay. Sometimes they winter over. They do. Even. Come, yeah. So alyssum, which okay. smells so amazing. Everybody needs alyssum and stock. Alyssum and stock. You need those by your front door. So as you walk in, you're like, oh, what's that lovely if smell? If you've
1: got kids and you want to entice them into gardening, Bring them to the garden center and have them smell some of the plants, taste some of the herbs. They're all organic. Mm -hmm. We don't mind just sharing a leaf and having a kid go, Oh, I like oregano, or I don't like sage, or I like, (laughs) or smell the Mm stalks. Wonderful, sweet fragrance. Sweeter Mm -hmm. than a rose, sweeter than lilac.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And really pretty to put in this time of year. Just when you need that fresh pop of color and, and flowers. Well,
1: I think we are just about out of time on this segment. But well, we've got um, lots of flowers out there. Come in and take a look at what Lisa's been talking about and uh, do some smelling, tasting of your own here at Waters Garden Center. Ken Lane and the Mountain Gardeners.
0: Look for more tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts through Ken's website, podcast the show, read his weekly garden column, or follow him on Facebook and Instagram at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters
1: with two T's, gardencenter.com. Waters Garden Companion Plants for March, are Oklahoma Redbud, Mountain Heaths, Rosemary Creeper, Prescott Pansies, and Fanciful Forsythia.
0: Fanciful Forsythia is a gorgeous spring shrub that explodes with masses of solar yellow flowers, followed by shiny green leaves.
1: Every home should have one for sheer beauty, fall color, and gentle natural care.
0: Shop the brightest spring bloomers in store or online at watersgardencenter.com in Prescott.
1: Look, if your mom, wife, or mother-to-be enjoys dead cut flowers and the peace that comes when dining with all those kids, then by all means, take her to your favorite buffet, rather than some piece of plastic.
0: But if she really loves her garden, a gift card from Waters makes perfect sense. In reality, you're giving her 90 minutes of peace and quiet while she shops for her own flowers.
1: Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott, the place where people who love their gardening moms love to shop. Welcome to The Mountain Gardener with Ken
0: Lane. Gardening in the mountains is different. Listen to Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts guaranteed to make your gardens more beautiful than ever this year. Now for better advice that works locally, welcome your host, Ken Lane.
1: It can be a bit of a challenge when you're talking plants, especially if you're new to an area. You just don't know... know, what grows here? I'm familiar with you know LA or San Francisco or, or Chicago or, or Atlanta, wherever. I'm familiar with those plants and how they grow there and how to water there, but I'm not quite sure what to do here. And we are very much like, we're a zone seven, Prescott, Arizona. That means we need plants that can go down to 10 degrees, but it's more, that's just winter cold. So you folks in the lower, let's say Wilhoit. Uh, Camp Verde, Cottonwood, Humboldt, Dewey, you're a zone eight. You're a click warmer. Just one zone. You need plants and go down to about 15 degrees. You're just a little bit warmer. You're also a couple, maybe a week, 10 days blooming out before, let's say Prescott, Prescott Valley. We're we're the same. Chino Valley. We're all the same. Zone seven. Yeah, but I live on the north side of Chino Valley. I don't care. We're all just, this, when the storms hit, that storm hits all of us at the same time. It's not like you're three blocks over and you've got a different zone. The same plants grow in Prescott that grow in Prescott Valley that grow in, in, in Chino Valley. It's the same. Zone 7 plants. You need them to go down to five ten degrees. If they go below that, they can die off. So they'll be winter killed is what's happening. They get too cold. So plants have a certain amount of, of antifreeze in them that keeps them from freezing solid. So I just helped a customer just, just just before the show here at the garden center. And, and uh, she had her cacti. And that last storm that we had, uh, I don't know, a month ago, killed all of her cactus. She left it as a renter. He kept it out on her balcony. And it got cold. And it froze those cactus, more desert varieties, dead. They turned into black mush. She went, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Here, here's, we, we got her some some milkweed. She's going to grow a grape in a pot on her deck and trail it up on the, around the patio. So she's going to recover, but those are things you need to watch where you need to know what your zone is, and then you want to buy plants that fit full sun, shade, takes wind or doesn't take wind. I want shade trees. I want uh, hippie. What we do is we organize, we kind of curate the plants here, at least at Waters Garden Center. It's kind of unique to us. We, we organize all of the sunny plants out there in the sun. So they like the sun, show them off in the sun. These are your sun plants. Give them at least six hours of sun or more. They're going to be happy. Then we organize them by knee high, hip high, or head high. Because most folks shop for for, for shrubs, by certain heights. And so we just orchestrate them all. We just go, okay, here's all the knee-high shrubs. You want them two, three feet, here they all are. There's some evergreens, some summer bloomers, spring bloomers. You can mix them. These are all companion plants for full sun that grow knee-high. If you want a fence line, something you want, you know, six foot chain link or cedar block or or just fence out there and you want to, or privacy screen, you want things that are head-high. We curate them all and they're all right here. These all grow about chest to head high. They're gonna fill in and they're all companion plants to each other. We try to make it easier for you to shop. We try to organize things so they're organized the way that you would want to garden with them. And so now you've got 30 choices of all things that are head high choices. We can help you with privacy screen. We have a whole section, nothing but privacy screens. These are typically evergreens. I mean, they're Arizona cypress, big junipers, Italian cypress, the spruce, the pine, the firs, all these big evergreen plants. Because usually, evergreens, uh, privacy, you want them to be privacy in January, just like you do in June. So just all year round, privacy. And then we try to break them down by how wide they get or by colors. Here's the blue ones. Here's the green ones. Here's the gold ones. You can mix and match. And we've got an entire section of just native, uh, we call them high desert plants: yuccas, agaves, uh, d- desert willows. Not so much by size, but by we want rock garden, crusty, hardy, just xeriscape plants. That just I water them for a year and then they're on their own. Well, that's here's the whole section for you. Also, you're seeing a lot of plants. A lot of the uh, southwest plants are. The front of magazines right now. They've got style. You get a nice golden yucca sword, yucca, or or desert sword. They're just beautiful. Uh, brooms are starting to bloom right now. So Spanish broom, Scotch broom, interesting structure and character. They're not necessarily featuring the designers. Yes, they want fragrance. Yes, they want color, but they also want that structure with the, with the form that it looks good in a in a bowl up there on your Front entrance portico or courtyard, you just they're, they're designing with that. So we try to orchestrate that um, accordingly just to make it easier for you. instead of running around over three acres of garden center, well, here they are or just here's their block. You just have to walk around here and mix and match as you please. We try to organize that for you so it's just easier for you. And so that hopefully, Will help you get out of that I have no idea what to grow I don't even know where to start well how high you want it to grow then once you go I like I like hip high plants well here's a whole bunch here's some spireas here's some some juniper varieties here's some chase you know just different varieties now do you want them to be evergreen or blooming well now they're all right here you can you can read up the signs and go this is evergreen deer resistive javelina resistive you've never dealt with javelina Till you came to Arizona. So it's a freakish little uh, pig that roots up everything. And so we've got those where we try to isolate that because we know it's a problem here. Some folks are really struggling with that. So we try to sign that accordingly and show it off. Go here, you start with this one. Generally, the herds leave this alone and, and you'll, you'll be safe. The other one to watch. So we're coming into the vegetable and herb season. And I'm thinking about doing a whole show or going deep into herbs and veggies uh, next next week, so tune in for that. But just to tease you touch into that, uh, herbs do really, really well here. Uh, They love the bright, bright days and the chilly nights, just the sunlight and the dryness. We grow better herbs than anywhere else in the country. And so from rosemary and lavenders, we've sold thousands of those already, but all the other ones. So you'll see, uh, we've just started to stock up with a lot of herbs and they're all organic. So one of our stances, all of our vegetables, all of our herbs, all of our edibles are non-GMO. They're not genetically altered and they're just pure to to their DNA and they're all organic. Now we're a small company. So some of our plants are certified organic, but it's expensive to do every single crop every place. So, But, but all of our, our, our edibles are organic. They never get sprayed with stuff. They never use the nicotoid, that stuff. That's what the box stores do. This is deadly chemical stuff. They pour on things. It increases the shelf life. Gets just bad stuff. We would never, never, ever think about doing that. It just goes against everything in our being. We just can't do that. So you could go through and graze and taste and try some of those things. You're seeing a, a lot of vegetables show up right now. So not all of them. So all of the cool season things are out right now. Full force, leafy things, the beets and the lettuce, and the spinach, cauliflowers, broccolis. They're all, they can all go in right now and they will, they will grow like crazy. I mean, they will quadruple in size in a couple of weeks. The things that are summer plants, you're seeing the the leading edge. So for for us, we try to grow some bigger tomatoes for for very early on. We'll have every size, every shape, every color here in about two, three weeks. But right now, we've got tomatoes, and we try to go with a little bit bigger size because bigger is more hardy. They're tougher. If we do happen to get a cold snap or something, they will go through that better than a little tiny six-pack seedling. So you'll see some of that. The really heat-loving stuff, eggplant, uh, uh, cucumbers, uh, the, the things that just okra. we're not going to have those right now. It is not time to put those out in the garden. You want to wait until May, Wait a month. Then you can start putting those things out. Wait till we're done with frost for sure, and it is just hot. Those things like it, hot and so we'll have lots of crops growing right now that we, but there's a there's a cycle to things it's not everything all at once we're trying to strategize things so they're coming in when it's the right time to be planting those yet we're catering to people from all over the central highland we get people from Williams Kingman comes in hey kingman how you doing uh, sedona Obviously, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino Valley, Woolhoit, Kirkland, Skull Valley—they're all coming in. So, and they've got a little bit different zones: sevens, eights, usually. Sometimes sixes if you're in the higher elevations. Groom Creek. So we're growing for all those. But it's the planting season's here, and you can put things in the ground.
0: You're listening to local garden expert Ken Lane, the owner of Waters Garden Center. He can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center, located in Prescott, 1815 Iron Springs Road. Thanks for tuning in to The Mountain Gardener. If life is a bowl of cherries, why not make them the biggest, sweetest cherries ever?
1: Waters Garden Center is super excited to introduce our new organic fruit and vegetable plant food.
0: This fertilizer has the bonus of added calcium that gives fruit trees and veggies an extra boost to produce healthy, abundant crops.
1: Feed your plants now to help them thrive and grow more fruits than ever. And just $27 for a 20-pound bag. Safe,
0: natural, organic fruit and vegetable plant food only at Waters Garden Center. Waters Garden companion plants of March are Oklahoma Redbud, Mountain Heat, Rosemary Creeper, Fanciful Forsythia, and Prescott Pansy.
1: Prescott pansies, giant three-inch flowers, thrive in extreme March gardens.
0: Large velvety blooms dazzle with radiant colors of blue, violet, yellow, and variations of stripes that look like smiling faces and love being planted in March.
1: Shop the brightest spring flowers in-store or online at watersgardencenter.com in Prescott. You've tuned in to The Mountain
0: Gardener with local garden expert Ken Lane. Join him each week as he answers timely garden questions that are sure to make a difference in your gardens. Now welcome your host, Ken Lang.
1: So there are four garden classes left for the spring series, and you're invited to all of them. They're free. We host them every, right now, Friday at three o'clock. So we've been hosting them on, on at at 9.30 on Saturdays. Well, that's fine. Well, it's still cool and there aren't as many you know, gardeners out. And so we can have classes on a Saturday, but there's a push. Saturday and Sunday when people are off, they've got time to, to go out, school's out, they're bringing the families. It's the facility just will not handle, you know, 70, 80 students plus another 200 online. And Everyone that wants to shop so we shift from saturdays over to friday at three o'clock. And so all the remaining Classes so yesterday's friday Was how to grow peonies Very interactive with we companion plants how to get the most fragrance and what to look for here's the varieties uh, And and then next week that would be next friday the ninth is lilacs How to grow better lilac and have better fragrance i'm sure we'll cover companion plants to go with that then the 16th is a big one. Oh my gosh. It's standing room only. Bring your own chair uh, and a vaccination card. I mean, you just bring a mask. It's going to be crowded. It's herbs and vegetables, garden to table. How do you grow uh, herbs and better vegetables here? What's the cycle? How do you get the most out of them? And so we'll, we'll share what, what the garden calendars are. When do you plant carrots? When do you plant eggplant? When do you plant asparagus? Uh, we're trying to grow uh, rhubarb, so we've got them in, in full leaf, in, in ready to almost to harvest. They're looking beautiful. Uh, so we'll have a bunch of, of the plant uh, starts at that point, fully stocked for folks. And then the 23rd is new flower introductions for 2021. So all the new color should come out. So I love looking at seed catalogs last year, going, oh, I've never grown that. That'll, that would be neat. And we kind of show that off then Arbor Day, the very last class will be Arbor Day, Friday, the 30th. It's the ten top 10 blooming trees. What blooms in spring? What blooms in summer? What blooms in fall? What, what are the best trees for the local area? We'll share those, and a lot of them should be in full bloom. And we'll show you how to plant those. But that's, that's the classes. Please take a look at that. They're on our website, watersgardencenter.com or Facebook. If, you got, if you're Facebooking, Waters Garden Center, obviously, events can't can't miss us. And then if you want to know if we have things, getting to the point where I mean I, so here's what's going on. So we have raised our minimum wage here at Waters Garden Center. we're up in close to 20 bucks. So we start high school kids start at 15 and then it goes up from there. And so it's becoming where it's very it's expensive to have someone just answer the phone all the time. We try But you can't have we're just overwhelmed with so many gardeners and it's getting to where we're dropping the ball some and I apologize. But it's getting to the point where you just can't have all the services you used to have because the cost has gone up to it's just expensive to have people answer the phone going, Do you have? And so pretty much that's what it is. What are your store hours? Do you have Galardia? Do you have a Gala Apple? Do you have a go to go to our website? We're posting all of that stuff on our website. So it's watersgardencenter.com. There's a great big shop button. And as plants arrive here at the garden center, they get uploaded. Here's the price. Here's the size. Here's how it actually grows. We actually put our sign that we have in front of that particular plant here at the garden center. That's also the sign you see on our, our website. So we're trying to be diligent. This digital piece of retail is critical. It's still kind of glitchy but we're working out the details. It's getting better and better, actually. You can buy online or just research and come in and get it because you know it's here. Come grab it. So you are competing a little bit with people on the sales floor. We update it every morning. You go, here's the inventory today. So computers are telling us. So there's that gap between you're competing online with the people in the store. We, I think we got enough stock, but just kind of look at that. But take a look WatersGardenCenter.com.
0: I was raised in a nice house with my family. Now I'm out on my own and have my own apartment. I love my cute little place, but there's something I do miss. I miss my mom's garden in the backyard. It was so special because over the years I was growing up, I watched her give those flowers and plants such a personal, loving touch and so much color. I miss it so well. Guess what? I just visited my local garden center, and they gave me some great ideas. And now, because of them, when I look out my patio window, I see the beautiful planter they suggested, teeming with flowers, bright Arizona flowers. Looking at those flowers gives me such a nice feeling, and it's almost like being with Mom in the backyard all over again.
1: Want help with planting? It's all online at plant-something.org. Brought to you by the Arizona Nursery Association at plant-something.org.
0: You'll love it too. The colors of spring are bursting at Waters' 59th Spring Open House.
1: Talk directly to our farmers as they show off the newest flowers, brightest evergreens, and freshest new bloomers. Friday,
0: we show off this year's showiest plant introductions.
1: Saturday and Sunday is impromptu garden classes, plant garden giveaways, and drawings.
0: Join the garden fun at Waters Garden Center's 59th Spring Open House, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
1: 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott.
0: If you want a more fruitful garden, increase success in your landscape that just feels better, then tune in every week to The Mountain Gardener.